Welcome to a Tech Moment on Cannabis Tech. I'm your host, Christina Etter. In this podcast, we take just a few minutes to talk about some of the exciting science and technology that's happening in and around the cannabis and hemp industries. And just a couple of months ago, we started a new segment with Pan Exchange to discuss the state of the hemp market. And this month, we're bringing back RJ Hop to do that again. So I'm really excited to bring RJ back here and talk about this wild, wild west of the hemp market. Welcome back, RJ. Awesome. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here again. Hey, RJ. So last month, we talked extensively about the pandemic and the possible impacts on the hemp market. I'm just curious, this month, have you seen any movement or any fluctuations that are worth talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm glad that you brought that up because I think that right now the U.S. is starting to wake up a little bit in terms of you know, coming back to normalcy, which is a great sign for the industry. So the prices across the board really are determined by that and seeing some players starting to enter into the market that have largely sat on the sidelines for the last couple of months, which is great to see. Um, you know, not to go into specifics of every single one of those nine benchmarks, but you know, really the most noteworthy thing that we're seeing right now is you know, a little bit of a deviation between the refined products where uh, you know, broad spectrum dislike from a lot of the producers that we're talking to and through activity on the exchange is definitely on the lighter side while the isolate is actually picking up some decent momentum and ultimately that's reflected in this month's benchmark. So it's good to see that things are picking up a little bit, uh, but definitely still uh, you know, a little bit of an uncertain time for some of these entities right now. It's definitely going to be interesting to see how the hemp market does kind of come out of all of this and, and how it's going to advance here in the future. Now, in this report this month, I read something about the USDA and a package called the Coronavirus Food Assistance Program. Do you want to talk about that and how Pan Exchange is getting involved in Washington? Yeah, so I'm happy to that Pan Exchange is serving as an authority on accurate pricing. And you know, because of how new this industry is, uh, my gut feeling is that the government wasn't aware of some of the entities that are doing these types of services in the industry. Thus, the reason that it wasn't originally included in the coronavirus, coronavirus food assistance program. Um, but what we're specifically doing is that we're working with a couple of entities that are utilizing panic exchange data uh, to ultimately show the recent trends in the industry and you know, prove the 5% losses that ultimately make the crop eligible. Um, but I do think it is also important to note that there was a pretty long list of commodities that did get left off of it. Um, so you know, we're actively working with these entities to get the people who need the right data and uh, you know, ultimately try to move that forward. That's great, RJ. I absolutely love to see reputable companies getting involved in changing the way that not only Washington, but really the rest of the world looks at hemp and the hemp markets. But one of the things that I found really fascinating in this month's report, and of course, I don't want to turn you into a weatherman, RJ, that's not the intent here, but you had some pretty incredible maps that talked about the planting season and different conditions across the, the country for hemp. Now, this report includes so much detail about these various conditions. I would love to hear your thoughts on the information that's included in this month's report. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at a high level, uh, I think this kind of stuff is really interesting. But in a grand scheme of things, I think it's important to look at all data sources that are out there. And although uh, hemp is newer in terms of the USDA covering it, uh, there's a lot of good information out there to really see early trends before we get down the road. Uh, so we did include a lot of data in terms of looking at topsoil and subsoil moisture, day suitable for field work, uh, weather projections, et cetera. Uh, but my big takeaways from this is that, you know, as of right now, especially in some of these larger hemp producing communities, the planting conditions do look promising. Um, Looking out further throughout this summer and the growing season, uh, it's projected to be hot and in some areas hot and wet. And more specifically, uh, through what we saw last year, especially with seeing similar conditions, uh, you know, mold could be a problem down in the southeast. So that's one of the big things that I'm watching going forward. But you know, just because it's a hot season doesn't mean that it's not going to be good for growing hemp. As uh, you know, a lot of people are doing on. Uh, are doing irrigation practices and there are other ways that those in the southeast can help to mitigate some of the moisture that collects around the plants as well. Well those were definitely some very informative and very beautiful maps that were included in this month's report so we really appreciate that kind of information. But finally the last thing that I want to talk about in this month's pan exchange and in every month's pan exchange report really is the survey questions in the report which are accessible right by anyone so talk a little bit about those survey questions and what kind of information that you're looking for yeah so i'm glad that you brought this up uh this ultimately is something that we implemented to give our readers and the general industry some additional voice and you know really see what people are feeling in terms of these topics that we were noticing. Uh, so looking at last month's survey, uh, it was actually over the course of two months because uh, it had to deal with COVID and ultimately what people's concerns were. Um, and that data was pretty interesting with a lot of that data actually showing that you know, people were concerned with decreasing market prices, uh, but the next biggest seg segment of people were talking about supply chain interruptions in terms of you know, having things being delayed, not being able to source product. Uh, you know, planning is right around the corner, which I'm sure is on a lot of people's minds as well. Looking at this next month, uh, we decided to take a little bit of a different avenue in terms of the survey question. And the survey question ultimately reads, you know, how will the new crop biomass planting and sales affect the market for existing supply um, as we get closer to harvest? And you know, this has been a topic that we've been talking over as a team at Pan Exchange for a while now, as we notice that there are a lot of people that do have biomass or have decided to toll that biomass and turn it into crude oil or further down the supply chain um, in anticipation of this new crop coming up. Um, so, you know, ultimately we're interested in seeing where uh, different people sit in terms of what they think is going to happen with it. Uh, although this is, you know, an interesting time in terms of the industry is, you know, we're technically turning the page from the 19, uh, 2020 crop year, the 2020, 21 crop year. Um, last thing I would like to point out is that, you know, we love any input on these surveys. So uh, it doesn't matter if you're a subscriber of Pan Exchange, uh, you, can, you can take that survey. So we put it out on different social medias and uh, it can also be found on our website as well. 
Once again, RJ, this information has been very enlightening and I really want to encourage anyone who hasn't signed up for the Pan Exchange um, Hemp Report to go out and do that because it really is a valuable information for anyone that is working within the hemp industry and wants to stay in touch with what's happening in the hemp market. And again, RJ, we look forward to having you back next month to talk about what else is happening in the hemp market and what changes we're going to see.